Ooh, welcome to another disgusting episode of Death Metal. <laughs> I got nothing. I even tried. Yeah, but I wasn't even that good at that time. Man. I got, uh, I'm really hoping it's allergies. That reminds me, uh, we try to record this and fuck it up, which is probably for the better. Yeah. Said some bad things, but also I got a show Saturday in Kansas City. They told me that tickets are selling fast, so uh, you should probably check the links on my Facebook and shit to buy tickets for them. This, I'll put this out tomorrow, you know. So that gives you a day to make a move if you live up there. I'm, I know you fucking animals probably already uh, did that because they're moving. So thanks, and I'll see you there. Uh, but yeah, I got these fucking allergies is what I hope. Because otherwise, I'm sick, and that fucking sucks when you got to go out of town. That's me whining, and that's a wrap on that. Uh, I had a fucking wild week. Squirrel raisin. I don't think I even brought that up on the last one, but this is week three with a fucking squirrel in my house. Just uh, jumping around, eating nuts, having a good old time. Squirrel raisin. Yeah, man, I'm friends with that old lady. She's cool shit. It's a girl? Yeah, it's a girl. You could tell because uh, we looked online. You and fucked it? Yeah, I mean, I blew in it, and it's pregnant, so for sure. Uh, it's going to die when it has kids. You think so? You're a big fuck. Yeah. Hey, man, you never know. It's an experiment. A squirrel giving fucking birth to cavemen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently if it's a dude, they have big ass nuts, which is so funny. Like from birth. Big nuts? Yeah, <laughs> like pronounced the sack, dude. Yeah. And uh, girls just got a little bean. <laughs> that's, that's what we got, dude. <laughs> and I, we can't put it back outside because you know how nature works. It gets yeah. tails fucked up. So yeah. the thing is, if we put it outside, it's just going to get raped to death. To death, to it death, dude. Runs trains on it. Yeah, I mean, th- it just it can't communicate the right way because its tail's a mess. I mean, that's what we're talking about tonight. Yeah, also, it'll it's pussy be a mess if you send it back out of the wild, man. It just fucking blows it away. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> woo! Go to AutoZone to get some fixer flat and reshape it and make sure it's okay. Yeah, who would have thought, dude? I mean, I don't have, um, I don't have a lot of fucking patience for the general. Outside world and to t- to take on a fucking squirrel. You make sure your microphone's on real quick. Okay. Perfect. I just get paranoid because I just fucked up like thirty minutes of podcast by yeah. <laughs> not even pushing record. True professionalism. That's what we bring. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you come to us for the most elite news reporting, production quality, and. Rush Limbaugh impressions. I'm really trying not to do it, but I want to do it so bad. I mean, you have at it, dude. Does it sound like Rush Limbaugh? I feel like it really did. Yeah, it really did. You know where it came up is because we were talking about that Slayer song, Ditto Head? Yeah. Because somebody told me it was about Rush Limbaugh because his fans are called Ditto Heads. And I would try to impress you with that knowledge, and you already knew that. Yep. Yeah. I'm not a big uh, Rush Limbaugh fan. Love a Slayer, though, man. Is anybody? Know. Is anybody out there? And there's a lot of people, man. But they're like, all, like, old people. You know? Dude, I thought that Rush Limbaugh was, like, trolling before that was a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I thought it was all... They actually made an episode of Family Guy I saw one time where they basically based on that, that he was trolling people. Like, he was a fake... Like, he wasn't even the real person saying... I don't even know what the fuck he says. The most... Uh, what I remember the most about Rush Limbaugh... Is that he got fucking caught with uh, Viagra? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, caught with Viagra. Wha- 
so he had a maid go across the border to Mexico to pick up copious amounts of opiates and Viagra. Because mm-hmm. like you were saying, if you're on opiates, your horn won't honk. It will not. You just like... That fucking super circle You know what's funny soap, is that man. my grandpa's truck, the horn won't honk. Yeah. And he's like 88 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't feel like his horn does honk, man. Uh, I hope not, dude. I would hate like like my grandma's got dementia she so bad. Can't remember. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I was always like. The first time I the first time I saw Fifty First Dates, I like I was immediately like, so Adam Sandler fucks Drew Barrymore every night, that, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So he's just raving. Yeah, pretty. B- I mean, that's what it's like when you when you're raising your grandkids. You send them to church camp. That's the only time you can fuck, and nobody's gonna remember except oh, you. Oh, dude, I've heard my grandparents fuck. Yeah, me too, man. It's always been like I thought. That's like I thought for sure that I like our house was haunted when I was a kid, but it was just them having sex. Yeah. And I remember I, I was like I rem- I mean young young I I plainly remember being like seven eight years old. I think I talked about this before when they made me move into the basement. Yeah. Because. Uh, I would just hear, like, creaking. Yeah. Like, they didn't make fuck noises, but you could hear the bed creaking. Yeah. It would be like, and I would wake up just fucking terrified. Yeah. You know? And I got no idea. It just took years later for it to hit me what was going on. But I would call out for my grandpa. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he would be like, no. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, no. I hear noises. It's a bone softener. Like, I, I hear someone walking around or something. I'm just like yelling. I'm like, I hear somebody. He'd be like, no, you don't. And I'd be like, I really, I hear someone walking around. And I would just like, you know, when you're like a little kid, you just freeze in bed. Yeah. You just don't move at all. That's like your defense, dude. It's not even <laughs> yeah. a, like you just fucking cover your face. It's your grandparents freeze. fucking is what freaks yeah. you out, man. I mean, that does. That I is mean, terrifying. you're in the basement. That is terrifying. When you're breathing, you can see your fucking breath. It's cold. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You're like, it's haunted, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, but because that happened three or four times, they just made me move to the basement, which was way scarier. Yeah. And, dude, they had, they were like the stairs were right next to it, and I could always felt like I heard motherfuckers on the stairs, dude, and I would just lose my mind. I had to sit there just fucking scared to shit. And, dude, and also a thing that literally haunted me for years mm-hmm. was that there was, like, a utility closet down there. Yeah. And when I shut the door, there was, like, all these fucking old jackets hanging on the door, and they would swish back and forth against oh, the door. Oh, yeah, So man. when I shut the door, it'd be like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Fuck and like just sprint. I just said that about a place with just nothing but concrete floors. You know, that's the thing. Oh my god, it's cold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's the number one. Because when you watch a scary movie, like it's getting cold in here, and you're like, the temperature drops. Yeah, and then and then you do see a coat or two just fucking start swinging on that front door, man. Fuck, man. Fucking a. Uh, you should say a shit. At least so we can go back. I can catch this this time. We're not even 10 minutes in yet. Uh, Patreon.com backslash death metal dicks. Warlord clothing.com backslash death metal dicks is where you can find merchandise. Yep. Um, yeah, I got the show at Kansas City. It's at Barrel at the Bottom. Just get on my social media and you can find the links to that. And like I said, if you're there and you, I feel like you probably already did get tickets to it because they told me that it was like already moving that way to sell out. To just make sure people buy them online because they're probably not going to be able to get them at the door. So if you're that weird out there that hasn't yet and you live near Kansas City and you're planning on coming, I got to snag it up, bitch. Bring him a sex barbecue, man. You Did know? you just order Domino's? No. 
You did. I didn't. Yes, you did. No, it was old. No, dude, you just ordered Domino's. I really didn't. Show me. <laughs> I just saw. You think that my fat ass doesn't know what the Domino's order tracker looks like? Man, I didn't. Man, I got these these fucking lyrics. Nope. Nope. I plainly saw the Domino's. You want Domino's, man? I mean, I wouldn't say no, but I did see the Domino's meter for sure. You want Domino's? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, if you want to give us a five star review on iTunes, that would be fucking popping. You see, the, you see the most recent one? No. It was like somebody trying to pretend like it was one of Bill Cosby's kids. No. Yeah. Saying the darndest things. Would they give us a one star review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, come on. That doesn't help anybody. That doesn't do nothing. It's like I'm trying to be funny. If we give us a five star and then be funny. Yeah. What was it? What was? What? Uh, I don't even. Know. It was they like gave my, us a one it was star? like it was like basically my dad's a good man. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, so like try to play that joke but put a five on it. Just do that, you know? Yeah. Be funny. That's fine. The with the words don't matter. Yeah. Just give us a five star review. I mean really if you do that and you put a one star, does your life matter? Yeah, I mean you I guess <laughs> you know, like you're trying to play yeah. You're trying yeah, to be cool, trying, man. Trying, I get it, dude. You know, being funny is fun. You're the same motherfucker that was like oh, the Pepsi and Coke challenge, you know. You see, you get Kids and then they just come in and they say the things and you go, no darn, did you hear that? I don't like Pepsi or Coke. I'll just go with. I RC. totally forgot we did Bill Cosby, but that brings me to my last point. Before we dig into it, if you are sensitive to child abuse, this particular episode is not the one for you. You know what I mean? I do. And also a big salute for the research help for my man, Big. Book brains, Andy Campbell. Big. It was really uh, concises things in a way that my simple mind can't. I hope he's got a big dick to go with them big books, man. But he does look like the type. Yeah, he's tall, skinny, white man. Yeah, that is hog country. (laughs) 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 This is Rush Limbaugh on the EIB Excellence in Broadcasting Radio Network. Welcome to Hog Country. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wild ass water park with stagnant water, man. <laughs> like, the government uh, impedes on our life <laughs> and is taking <laughs> such an effect that I'm not allowed to bring in my own personal Viagra to make my horn honk. The only thing that can stiffen me up besides prescription viagra is to get on the air of the eib excellence and broadcasting radio network and say the n-word pretty much <laughs> yeah. i don't I, really i mean that's the go-to anymore i mean the year is 1994 man slayer had some that's a way that so just to give just to get the picture right before we move past rush limbaugh and i can just get it out of my brain forever yeah so Carrie King identified as a fucking Rush fan. Yes. Huh. Okay. But I mean, what's weird? It kind of goes back to the same old thing. It's like, is it a hard song? Yes. Yeah. No. Well, dude, I also, I don't know enough about Rush Limbaugh to say one way or the other. You know, it's like, I do. I remember. I worked at this fucking dentist office. You remember that chapter yeah, of my life? Yeah, Just a short buddy. amount of time making dentures. Yep. And uh, the dude liked to listen to Rush Limbaugh. And it, it was generally pretty funny. But I also didn't know anything about politics. But it just seemed like he was trolling people. 
Yeah. I, I, it did, I, didn't, I didn't get that he was, like, convicted to any of his beliefs. He was just saying things that would make people mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, before the internet was, uh, was popping off like that. For sure. I mean, I, uh, I'm not a big... I'm not a big uh, Rush Limbaugh. I don't know anything about it. The first time I heard about it was when the Oklahoma Oklahoma City bombing was going on. And they tried to say it was a fucking uh, bank. And my grandpa just goes, yep, somebody ought to blow them up. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, you know, them log noses. I was like, what Damn. the fuck? Yeah, your grandpa had some, like, secrets. So but, he was listening to Rush Limbaugh? But he to- I, I mean, no, not really. But he yeah. was just like, you know. It, uh, 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 Definitely not young white men playing military out in the woods of Arkansas. You know, here at EIB Excellence in Broadcasting Radio Network, we just heard of what LARPing is. Live action role play. And since I can't buy Viagra, that's what I do with my dead penis. I live action role play that I'm having sex. Just pretend that I'm putting it in something. It doesn't feel quite as good and satisfying, but here we are. Then here's the N-word. He fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking puppets his dick with fucking diddle floss and dances it around like it's hard. His dick is... That is just Grover on Sesame Street. Yeah. But here I am! Does somebody want to make my horn honk? <laughs> Can you quit looking at your phone? Did you drive me... Hey, right. Is it creeping you? I mean, dude, it's just like... we're. T- like I have my phone because I have notes on it. I have notes on it too. For what? I have notifications. I mean, okay. Just, I don't want to carry everything, man. Come on. No, man. You should not. You tuned out. No, I didn't. You do can't that. be focusing and looking at the Domino's order tracker. I'm not looking at the Domino's <laughs> yeah, order tracker. You are for sure. We might have a special guest tonight. Did you put your fucking phone up though, my guy? What would you do if it was a special <laughs> guest? With the Domino's guy? Yeah. This is Rush Limbaugh of the EIB Excellence in Broadcasting Radio Network. And uh, bring that medium pan pizza over here. Um, your tip is you know, I'm going to give you one opportunity to take this microphone and say the N-word. <laughs> is that what you're going to do? Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, the Domino's guy's coming, <laughs> yeah, man. I the- know. <laughs> yes. I saw the order tracker. And it ain't a medium. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man, dude. The nothing, nothing has got the fucking fluidity of of a podcast like having Domino's Pizza. We're not going to stop to eat because if we stop this fucking recording. Oh, no, we're not going to stop to eat. I didn't, yeah, I mean, there's no song. or I mean, you could tell us the name of the song, but it won't be like spliced in. Yeah. If you're wondering, just Mark's out of town who does that sort of thing. So yeah. here we are. Didn't you do it last time? Our then? friend Seth and Brian's trailer. I don't know how to put a fucking song into it. Okay. I can figure it out, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm going to sit down. Until I can maintain an erection one more time. All right. So speaking <laughs> of boners, if you're against child abuse, I mean, I wouldn't say against child abuse because everyone is. I hope if you're if if you approve of child abuse, please turn this off. <laughs> one. But if you're very sensitive to it, I understand. That, you know, as an abused child myself, I get to where it could bring up some bad memories. Yep. And you don't want to trudge through. Probably the worst case of child abuse we've ever covered on this podcast. Really, I think so. Okay. Well, you know, I'll let you be the judge, but again, you know, this is a mess. Uh, we're talking about the Dozer School, Arthur G. Dozer School for Boys, aka the Florida School for Boys. It's a reform school operated by the state of Florida in the Panhandle, which is never fucking good for society. Anytime, I, mean, I think every shape, every state is like a pan fucking shape. 
Uh, it started at the turn of the century, literally January 1st, 1900, closed down June 30th, 2011. Largest juvenile reform school in America for a long fucking time. They opened a second campus in the town of Okeechobee in 1955. It had 111-year history. The school gained a reputation for abuse, beatings, rapes, and torture, even murder of students by staff members. During periodic investigations, changes of leadership, promises to improve, the allegations of cruelty and abuse continued. Numerous questions about the numbers of death at the school tied to unmarked graves. The state authorized a forensic anthropological survey by the University of South Florida in 2012 after it had been closed for a year. They identified 55 burials off the grounds. There was even a cemetery for people who died at the school. These were off the record away from the cemetery, so not documented deaths. They documented almost 100 deaths, so yeah. about a, one death a year for the entire time the school was open on the record. The state claimed it didn't have the authority to exhume these graves, which would permit deterioration because the property would fall apart. Some of the graves were old, I guess. real reason behind that is because this is, of course, a corrupt government. As you can imagine, Florida is... They were trying to sell the property when the University of South Florida was doing this investigation. So, of course, they couldn't allow someone to dig it up and drive potential buyers away. You have your classic poltergeist situation that mm-hmm. you can't let people know about. There's just hundreds of dead kids buried somewhere. It's not going to attract a buyer. You know what I mean? No. You don't want to be buried on top of a child. You'd get haunted for sure. For sure. Especially a teenage kid. Yeah, I mean, they're going to masturbate. Hit you with some of that ectoplasma. You don't oh, want any of that. Yeah, <laughs> a nice coat. Oh, my God. A uh, family member of the student that died at the school in 1934 wanted to claim their family member's remains. They filed suit against the state and gained an injunction. Moving ahead, the state decided to only respond to it after the property was sold. After they sold the property, the state authorized more work. So in 2014, they were, uh, University of South Florida was allowed to do some exhumations. They issued their final report on the diggings. They found seven DNA matches and 14 presumptive IDs of remains, which is 21 people that they could actually match up, which is a 111-year history. So you got to think that there's some that are past the point of identification. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh. In the news recently, because just this month, the preliminary survey work for a pollution cleanup using ground-penetrating radar, they found 27 more suspected graves that they're working on right now. Uh, there was another campus open in the 80s, the Mariana site. It was an open campus, about 1,400 acres with no fencing. So, you know, you got to imagine how the policing was if you had a reform school that kids don't want to be at. And they did not have a fence around it. The campus was split. It had a south side, building number one, for white students. North side, building number two, for quote, I'm sorry. I said the 80s, I meant the 50s. I'm a dumb shit. 1955 is when I was saying it. And that was for what they called colored students. That's great. Uh, This smells good. Yeah, the campus remained segregated until 1966. 
A cemetery was located on the north side known as Boot Hill Cemetery. Turi. Most of the graves were unmarked, and the records of many of the 100 students who died at the facility were missing. A 2014 report from an extensive investigation that was, of course, carried out by that University of South Florida facility that night started doing that in 2011, so three years put into it, said that the buried remains of 55 students were found, including numerous remains found outside the cemetery boundaries in the woods and the brushy areas. State's been trying to identify them through DNA. A lot of remained un- identified because a lot of these kids were just sent and forgotten about. Basically, unwanted and were just made to stay there. Parents never checked back in on them, so you have really no accurate way of figuring out who, what, where, and when. The north side of the campus was closed in 1990, and they put everybody to- I mean, they already had everybody together, but because of the extensive graves, they shut that side the fuck down. 1929... An 11-room concrete block detention building, Ugh. which also contained two cells, one for black students, one for white, was constructed to house violent students as the site, like I said, was unfenced. Students called it, quote-unquote, the White House, and it was the site of most of the beatings and what we presume or where the killings took place. After corporal punishment at the school was abolished in 1967, the building ended up being used for storage. In 2008, there was a response of allegations of extreme punishment and torture occurring at the same building. State officials sealed the building that was only supposed to be used for storage and stuck a memorial plaque on the structure. At the time of that, the U.S. Justice Department investigated the area from 2010 to 2011, shortly before the the facility entirely was closed. Dozier was at that time fenced. There was a 159-acre high-risk residential facility for 104 boys aged 13 to 21 who had been committed to this premise by the court. In other words, they had actually committed a crime, and until you turned 21, they legally held you there. And then that was probably, I mean, you're, you're more experienced with this than me, but that was probably kids who, like, had done a horrible crime when they were 13 and they kept them all the way up until they were 21. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to... And then sent them all to prison, I assume. Uh, yeah, you got to do some pretty wild shit. I mean, uh, I mean, I've dealt with kids that have derailed trains, who've robbed people, anything like that. And for you to do something to where you got to be housed at 21 years old is a pretty drastic. I mean, you've you've had to murder and rape somebody pretty much to get that charge. Great. Well, the average stay was nine to 12 months. Most of them stayed in cottages and unlocked rooms, unless you became a problem and then you were confined to the center. Uh, According to the 2010 abuse investigation by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, the school was first organized under an 1897 act of legislator and began seeing students on January 1st, 1900, the literal turn of the century, as the Florida State Reform School, its first name. It was overseen by five commissioners appointed by Governor William Dunnington Bloxham. They were there to operate the school and file annual reports about the school Sometime thereafter, the commissioners were replaced, but the governor and cabinet of Florida acting as the board of commissioners of state institutions. In 1914, the name was changed to the Florida Industrial School for Boys, and in 1957, the Florida School for Boys. In 1955, they closed the Okeechobee campus, and then in 1967, they opened the Mariana campus, which they changed that name to the Arthur G. Dozier School for Boys in honor of the former superintendent of the school. Ah, I get that back history now. 1903, 
An inspection reported that children at the school were kept in six leg irons. God damn. Damn. Well, I mean, you know, 1903. Yeah. But also, that's you know, that means they're cramming boys into it. 1903, I'm sorry, according to the USF Commission, which again, just as I say, that's the University of South Florida who did most of the investigating, most of the heavy work here. The school was inspected six times in the first 13 years of operation. A fire in the dorm in a dorm in 1914 killed six inmates and two staff members. Eleven students died in 1918 of the Spanish flu epidemic. None of them were named. A 13-year-old boy was sent to the school in 1934 for trespassing. He died 38 days after arriving there. Recorded burials at the Boot Hill Cemetery took place between 1914 and 1952, which leaves a lot of time <laughs> for fucking unmarked yeah. graves. Oh, man. What a, that's, that's wild. Usually when you got a history like that, I mean, there's, you know, you didn't have background checks back then, so you didn't know who you were hiring. You just, anything they said was their intentions, that's what you thought. Yeah, it's probably like the Catholic Church, like all the fucking pedophiles just flocked. Yeah. You know what I mean? They knew they had a place that they could get by with what they wanted to do. For sure. And, you know, like, before they had background checks and shit, Jails and all legal institutions were, like, notoriously filled up with just violent fucking sociopaths who wanted to do sick shit to people and find a place to get away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> it's, it's no secret, man. I mean, even to this day, I mean, you you have uh, – there's a place here in Arkansas that keeps getting shut down and reopened. It's like because I let the kids fight outside because it's off camera and then – Questions will come in, they'll put them on a probationary period, or somebody will claim they're raped there, or whatever, and then they'll go, oh, we'll just rehire different staff, and the same shit keeps happening. Yeah, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, dude, everything is out of sight, out of mind, still. Yeah. Now, less than ever, because people can get online and make their own reports. Well, I mean... And then the news can decide yeah. to pick it up. But, but dude, when, when there was not, like, not even fucking, most people had phones and shit, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, you just got to you had to get rid of this part of society because it made your world look bad. You know, yeah. That's Six sad world tonight. What the fuck, Daria? That's it. No, 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 no. Yeah, remember they would always watch Six Sad World. Okay. You never watched Daria? No, not really, man. And this is my stop. I got to get off. Excuse me. Nah, nah, nah. You're standing on my neck. You're just looking for Domino's the whole time. That's the, See, that's the problem. Oh, no, Domino's is here, dude. And then why are you fucking... We got to pick all this up and move it to the interview chamber. No, dude. You said you had a question to ask him. I don't think that they're going to bring the Domino's guy in here. Oh, we're bringing... It's a lady. Oh, 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 it's a lady. Or, dude, I think it's somebody that works at Domino's stole my cat one time. What? She probably knows where the... <laughs> yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I assume it's a her because her name is Dawn. Well, that could go either way, friends. Uh, 1968, Florida Governor Claude Kirk said... Claude Kirk said after a visit to the school where he found overcrowded and poor conditions that somebody should have blown the whistle a long time ago. And now, at that time that he said that, the schoolhouse, 564 different boys, some for offenses of minors truancy running away from home or acting, quote, incorrigibly, which I feel like is the only fucking way that I act. Yeah. Do you know what that means? 
Yes. What? You just fucking act wild as fuck. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Including cigarette <laughs> smoking. <laughs> it was yeah. one of the good. I'm incorrigible. Give me a smoke. Yeah, great. Just <laughs> smell that beer. I encourage it on these wires. It actually, man. I mean, you know, I think the wires are protected. That that went pretty good. Yeah, but it's on a fast notebook? reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's foamed. At this time, this uh, 1969, as part of government reorganization, uh, they found out that the children ranged, the youngest was 10, the oldest was 16. So this is before they housed adults in like the more maximum security area. As part of the government reorganization, the school came under the management of the Department of Youth Services of the newly created Department of Health and Rehabilitation Services, or HRS. In 1996, HRS was reorganized as the Florida Department of Children and Families, which I seems like they're doing a great job. Yeah, <laughs> Florida's well-balanced, great place to fucking live at. I like how we're at our friend's house, and they had to like do fucking damage control, and fucking he had to go outside to pay him and shut the door because he's like, fuck, man, I don't want to actually talk to the pizza guy. Yeah, I mean, we don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to. We, yeah, you could. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll ask him if they want to say the N-word, and that's fine. That's what you want. I mean, that's what I want. Excuse me. Um, I'm Rush Limbaugh. You may notice that I look a lot younger and sexier. I mean, her name is Dawn. What does that have to do with anything? Who names their kid Dawn? Soap companies. She's yeah. a product of biological warfare. Yep. What, what did you think that ordering Domino's during the podcast was like? A, how good of an idea were you thinking? I was, was just hungry, man. Yeah, because we can't eat for a while. <laughs> well, pizza stays good. Yeah, dude, it's we're fine. It's gonna be good, man. There's wings. God, you wild it out, dude. Yeah, man. I just want to make sure we're treated. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah. to fancy big treats, man. I got I got paid today. That's what happened, really. Yeah, you know? no, not anymore, friends. No. Uh, yeah. So anyway, according to a 2009 report, following investigation by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement or the FDLE, there were 81 school-related deaths from students from 1911 to 1973. 31 of those boys were said to be buried on school grounds with other bodies shipped home to families or buried in unknown locations. Look here, brother. I'm a ghost that comes from burial locations unknown. What is that? A swamp thing, man. Yeah, dude, that is. <laughs> I mean, yo, it's in Florida. It's it in Florida, man. It just makes complete sense. That I mean, they just that's a weird swamp thing. Hey. Swamp thing you number two. You give me hard, ding. Man. I like it when you write a tune. Mm. Hey, swamp thing number two, straight up softcore porn. He's boning them girls. That he work. fucks? Yeah, man. Swamp thing has sex? Man, he mosses them, man. What kind of hog does a swamp thing have, dude? He got a moss hard, man. <laughs> yeah. What is it, what, uh, my, That's he's, a mo- he's got a mossy oak. A mossy oak, man. <laughs> yeah. He gets you a mossy oak poke. Pull out mossy oak. Give him a poke. Oh my God, yeah, that is what fucking country song is that, dude? I don't even know, man. But hey, oh yeah, uh, uh, pour, roll me a smoke, give me some coke. All it's right. David Allen Coe, dude. Yeah, I agree with all that shit. Pull out my bossy yoke, give her a poke. I'm from the swamp, so you're already soaked. <laughs> yeah. The swamp thing doesn't even have to get him wet first. No, nah, dude. Doesn't need lube. 
He got that moss hog. It just goes moss right is the weird. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is weird. It's kind of like a dish cloth, it's but it's alive. already wet, man. Yeah. Moist. Yeah, dude, it is. Like, man, I've wiped. I've been on mushrooms and, like, eating Cheetos in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just wipe my hands on moss, dude. I think moss is great, well, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like a moist nap. Yeah, dude. You might eat a wing in the woods and need to get rid of that fucking <laughs> wing fucking you dust. You stack it. <laughs> some fucking Applebee's ribs, man. Yeah, yeah. I brought them. <laughs> You know what's funny about taking stuff in the woods is when we used to go quote unquote camping, we would just yeah. go to Walmart. And here's a hot tip for all you amateur criminals out there. If you're young and you have no responsibilities and you want to have a good time, but also don't get locked up at the dozer school for boys, you could go to Walmart and get a cooler yeah. and just fill it to the fucking brim with everything you want to go camping. I'm talking beers, steaks. As big a cooler as you want. Yeah, we have beers. We had steaks made that honey fucking peanut butter, dude, to yeah. slap on them steaks. Dude, Jesus Christ. That is so good. That but was I mean, so you good, know, man. it's hard to say because, number one, they were raw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it barely got a sear on it. Yeah. And we just dipped it in honey peanut butter and <laughs> fucking ate it like it animals. Good but shit. we were coming down off mushrooms, like, a big time. Like, like six grams of mushrooms. Yeah. Like, weird. We were ripped. Wood <laughs> shit. But anyway, yo, you can fill up a cooler at Walmart with all the supplies you need to put it in a grocery cart. Walk out of the place with it. They won't give chase most of the time, and if they do, well, everything's in the cooler now, so you can just grab the handles and run off with your friend. And they don't hire elite athletes to work at Walmart <laughs> no. to loss prevention, so you're probably going to get away with it. And crime rules. So I think I could be culpable for this at some point. You know, it's weird to me that teenagers listen to this. There's really nothing weird. I can do about it. But every once in a while, I'll get a message and I'll look at them and they'll be like 17. And I'm like, well, th- what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, How do you like death metal now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, my mom had me when she was 15. And then by the time she was 17, she was fucking blasting. She, Yo, did I tell you that Jackie found birth certificates for two sisters of mine? Really? That were just adopted away. Damn. Yeah, because like, we, you know, we like took our grandparents' old house. Yeah. And she was just like looking through this camera bag. Yeah. And sure enough, man, got two out there. I could give a fuck less. She was all like, she was like, you won't believe this. And I'd be like, oh, I would. <laughs> yeah, drugs are <laughs> crazy. Somebody, <laughs> dude, there was people fucking the fuck out of my fat ass mom. Just yeah, like, man. It's been, you know, I've been horny before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like that. I mean, isn't you wouldn't like you would never fuck your mom. Like as as mad as I am all the time, well, basically, like not having a dad is to completely ruin my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But however, the one thing I can say is when I've been around my mom just a little bit, I would absolutely do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, there's no way. Well, because you would, you know, like when you're single and you fucking get out of the bar and you're just fucking all boned up. Yeah. Jägermeister. Is there anyone around to watch me put my mossy oak in this pound hog? Yeah. Shout out to Salami Tommy. Yeah, that's probably my dad. Yeah, fucking, (laughs) you know, I've been working in the cold cuts factory all day there and, uh, Haven't been able to wash the fucking uh, packaged meats off of my body yet. And uh, this fucking fat pig with the triangular haircut and bangs says that I could sling it on her. She's a Blondie fan? So I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm coming in raw. <laughs> it's a JJ's garbage. She's like, oh, are you, are, are, you, are you putting it in me raw? Are you raw dogging me? It's like, well, you know, the thing is, is that. I'm covered in raw meat juice already, so you can't double raw. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's good math. 
Yeah. And then here I the am. The same you know guy, I mean? fuck my mom, man. And that's how they came over there. I mean, these boys is big, and I know about them, but I ain't paying. F- that's a J.J. Gargantuan or Jimmy John's. I'm Jimmy John. Yeah, I've, I've said several <laughs> times that uh, when people, like, we, like podcast-wise, we're pretty successful, and people are all, like, dumbasses that I've, like, done comedy with. They're, like, man, I can't believe you you did all this. Like what? What? Like what's the? What is the next level for you? I'm like honestly, you know, success for me is just I imagine that my fucking dad one day finally like looks it all up and puts it together. Because if you Google me right now, like this is what comes like. There's a country artist with the same name and spelling as me. Oh yeah. And then also this. It's gonna go one of two ways, and uh, that guy's like a fat dude too. So you know he could be me. But if he clicks on this, just sits down and put, puts it on. Like ten minutes in, just goes. Glad I left. (laughs) 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 This kid is a fag. (laughs) 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 It's okay to call yourself that, right? This is (laughs) yeah. Yeah, you down in Mexico getting up a couple of Tijuana mamas. Like yeah, I mean, dude, salute to my fucking dad, man. He's, he's fucking drinking the tarantula margaritas. You know, some of them bright. You know, you look like antifreeze, man. You pour up in your car, but they're just a bright <laughs> yeah. blue, man. He's like, I like them. Yeah, that's gross, dude. I drank a daiquiri in New Orleans this weekend. Yeah. Ugh. I Disgusting. Like I can't do it. But yeah, they get you tanked. Dude, yeah, I just don't, like, I'm, I've been, like, because I've gotten so fat, and I've been, like, I just... Back to a place where I've lost all taste for sugar again. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it just, yeah. uh, it just. Not only do I not like it, it just disgusts me. Yeah, and then it like makes my throat feel all hot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like it's tingling. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Yeah, but dude, that ton of liquor. Like you go and get those things, like dude, they are fucking doused in liquor. Well, you can go get those fucking grenades, man, for five bucks or ten yeah. bucks, and just another ten. It's too much. But there's a daiquiri place like right up the street. You get the 32-ounce foam cup for, like, that is six bucks. And, dude, I got fucked up. Yeah. But I think it was mostly, like, the sugar just pushing it through your veins, dude. Yeah, man. It gets a hold of you. Just going into the fight. Like, I, now I have diabetes. It's probably my throat sore. I probably yeah, got you walk around there, you drink one of them, and there's, like, strip club, and they got the bouncer yeah. outside, and he's like, hey, y'all like the fuck. And we're like, what? And yeah, he's sure, like, yeah, come <laughs> on in, man. And we're like, whoa, it's 20 bucks. Like, man, if I like to fuck it, it's 20 bucks. What do I got to pay to actually fuck? It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Yeah, well, let's get back to this dumbass shit. Uh, It was free (laughs) at this place. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) 31 of the boys. Yeah, I I already did that part. Uh, There was 31, like the grave markers were just good old-fashioned crosses at the cemetery. Those were installed in the 1960s and the 1990s, but they had been found not to correspond to specific burials. They were just like a, a lark, you know, just a fucking way to throw the trail off, baby. 2012, an interim report by the University of Florida team found a total documented 98 deaths at the school for 1914 and 1973, and there's just the two staff members in the fire that I mentioned earlier. 1982, an inspection revealed that boys at the school were hogtied and kept in isolation for weeks at a time. Now, if you're not familiar with hogtied, that means that they took your fucking limbs and tied them behind your back. Yep. So you can't, like, Ankle to wrist. Right. So not only are you kept away from everyone else, which will drive you fucking crazy, but you can't move at all. You're just locked the fuck up in the worst possible position you could be in. Like, you know, like, I have cramps, like, almost every day. Yeah. I mean, I try to stay on top of being hydrated. The only, like, I drink until I'm pissing clear. You know what I mean? 
and then and I felt like just because I like do so much physical activity, inevitably, a couple times a week I get bad fucking cramps in my legs. Mm-hmm. You're tired like that, dude. You're just cramping <laughs> for dude, 24 hours at a time, dude. Because when you get them, you gotta like get up and walk around and shit and try to like get it to stop. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know me, I'm screaming. Yeah. Like my kids probably think our house is haunted because like it's all like at two AM just like fuck <laughs> Bro, you sit bad like it's a goddamn ghost. Okay, right. One time we was on a fucking plane together, we were gonna go work a tournament somewhere, <laughs> yeah. man, and you got some cramps, dude, and you <laughs> the lady's like you need to sit down in your seat, sir, and you're like, I fucking can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're screaming, she's like fucking worried. And yeah. I was like and I had to tell her like <laughs> yeah, yeah. he gets bad cramps. <laughs> yeah, bad cramps. Yeah. Uh, well, th- we were in Hawaii one time, and we did this gnarly hike. And I was supposed to like be. It was supposed to be an easy hike, but uh, you know my, fr- you know our yeah, fucking yeah. friend Mark, dude. He'd be like, "Oh no, you just come on, dude. It's easy as shit. You're gonna be done in two hours." No, not only was it l- a way longer hike than that, but we also got lost. <laughs> so I got back. Oh, I didn't have time to shower the mud off me or anything. I just had to throw everything that I could find in a bag and get to the airport. That's the only thing I had time for. I barely got there in time for my flight. And I got to the airport. I spent the last of my money on like coconut water and Gatorade and shit yeah. because like I was like <laughs> I was slipping and falling the whole time and just cramping like a whole body cramps because I only took like a gallon of water yeah. for a two hour hike that ended up taking like eight hours and I'm just dehydrated as fuck. And dude, uh, this I fucking am, it's like Southwest. So it's open seating and shit. And I'm like laying on the seat and it's getting more and more full. And the, the flight attendant like comes by and she's like. Like it's not an all the way full flight, sir. But if somebody does want to sit here, you're gonna have to move. I'm like, listen, ma'am, I'm having the worst cramps I've ever had in my life. My whole body's cramping. I'm I'm just now found in a position I can sit in where my whole body's not like spasming. <laughs> She's like, I'm so I'm sorry to hear that, sir, but it's Southwest policy. And then all of a sudden, this fucking dude that looks like the cook on Fifty First Dates, the dude, <laughs> fucking rape movie of a yeah. lifetime. Yeah, yeah. It just comes on, and I can see eyeballing the seat because everywhere else he would have to sit by somebody, but me, it's all three seats. And I'm just sitting on the one. And he comes back to sit down, and I was like, "Hey, man, no." He was like, "Oh, plenty of room, bro." Like between me and him, and I was like, "Dude, I'm cramping up so bad." And uh, like, I don't want to get into it with you, but if you can find anywhere else to sit, that's what you're gonna have to do. And I thought it was going to be a problem, but he was like, oh, brah, I get cramps bad too, brah. Okay, man. Just like went and sat somewhere else, and I was like, yo, I'm so happy this confrontation didn't get. We're to fight this fucking sumo wrestler in front of everybody. And then I just seize up in a cramp, and he stomps my ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's similar to that is one time we were on a flight, and that guy kept backing his seat up into you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you fucking followed him into the bathroom because he said he was going to fight you, and he, like, fucking had somebody come talk to us and shit, and we're like, dude, yeah, whatever. And then he got he goes to the bathroom, you fucking pee on his fucking green shoes. Yeah, man, well, don't, <laughs> like, you know, if, if you threaten somebody, you don't pee near them. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is uh, inter, inner relations of the world 101. Don't threaten to fight somebody and then piss where they can piss on you. Cause I'll do it. Oh yeah, that well he kept like just smashing his seat back. Yeah, and I and you I, told him to stop. I wouldn't let him do it anymore. Like I just held it. He was trying. Like he was fucking. He, he was going all the way forward and launching himself back and still couldn't move his seat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. you think we're gonna fight when we get off of this fucking? Yeah, he was a French guy. Do you remember that? No, no, no. He was Australian. That's what he it was. was just. No, nah, I think. It, well, I remember him as French because I hate the French, and I just remember him being like. It is my right if I want to lean my seat back. And I was like, not today. <laughs> and it's like, 
I will yeah. show you. I was like, all right, man. Okay, no problem. But you're not letting your seat back. And he didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, but he threw a fit and told somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I still didn't let him do it. He told the stewardess. And after he threatened to fight me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah, it's yeah, all coming yeah. back. It was good, man. It was a good time because you were like, you followed him and you were like, I got to pee. And that guy was peeing and he yeah. just fucking like walked me out yeah. and peed on him. That's what you get, man. And he was like, stop, stop, no, stop. Not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that. 1982, we talked about the hogtie thing. The ACLU filed a lawsuit over the hogtie and similar mistreatment at a total of three juvenile facilities in Florida. By this time, the Dozer School was housing 105 boys aged 13 to 21. Federal lawsuits concerning school conditions resulted in the Department of Justice's monitoring Florida's juvenile justice system beginning in 1987. 1985, the media reported that young ex-students of the school sentenced to jail terms for crimes committed at Dozer had subsequently been the victims of torture by guards at the Jackson County Jail. The guards handcuffed the teenagers and hung them from bars of their cells, sometimes for over an hour. Again, dude, the cramping. It's yeah. hell. I mean, all your weight hanging on your arms is what they did to Jesus, basically. I can't do that right now. No. <laughs> that was terrible, I'll dude. I would fucking kill myself if I had a free Yeah, day, I mean, bro. you wouldn't be able to. The guards and supervisors said that that practice was routine. Like, it was part of the fucking curriculum. That was the excuse for it. It's like, no, this is what we do. 1994, the school was placed under management of the Florida Department of Juvenile Justice, which operated until its closure of the school in 2011. By this time, the school housed 135 inmates. Many of the boys this time were convicted of rape or lewd acts on other children. And I mean that as part of the school, not on the outside. September 16, 1998, a resident of the school lost his right arm and a washing machine, a lawsuit was filed, and the plaintiff won an undisclosed amount, not until 2003. Which, you know, it's going to take a lot to make a, a washing machine. But, 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 yeah, I mean, there was sketchy. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, just be, just be dirty, my guy. You, you know, know what I mean? Goddamn goat, boy. Yeah. Yeah. But, Dude, you can wash the fuck out of your clothes on the butt. You know, I like, just started to think about it. Like, rips arms off. Yeah. You know, like, how does that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, like that. Doesn't you got to make your kids go outside to play when you wash clothes? It doesn't seem plausible at all. Like, did you just get in the washing machine? That was probably like a bully just stuffed them in there. Yeah. Like that kid from Boy Meets World with the fucking pulled back hair. Big yeah. tuna. You know what I mean? Probably big tuna. Jam that kid in the fucking. Is that Vader's kid? Yeah. Big yeah. man Vader's son. Yeah. His offspring. He probably just jammed that kid in the washing machine and turned it on. God damn. That, that's also the boy from Power Rangers. You're right. Right? Nah, man. I think they're just both fat as fuck. With ponytails. Nah, Greasy man. Greasy ponytails. Nah, oh, man. Yeah, dude. The guy from fucking Boy Meets World is the fucking fat fuck from fucking uh, American History X. Yeah, and also the fat fuck from um, the Cocaine Blow. I don't never seen that movie. It's a good-ass movie. I'm going to have to watch it. Get it together, bitch. It's like the only good Johnny Depp movie. Okay. I hate Johnny Depp, dude. Do you? Always have. Always will. Okay. It's the same I person mean, in every movie, except Blow. Blow's pretty good. He's still kind of the same person in that, too. Ah, the Whitey Bulger movie was not too bad, either. I haven't seen that, either. Yeah. Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Yeah. That was before. You didn't even know that was him. He wasn't Johnny Depp, then. No. I don't know. I mean, that was, that was like, the, the first show you did, I assume. Anyway, uh... <laughs> 
April 2007, superintendent of the school and another employee got fired for allegations of abuse on the inmates. Now, just like not to breeze by that, you got to think that a superintendent is not the person that's like day to day working in the school. That's like the administrator. That's the person that's at the very top. He writes the rules, but he doesn't fucking know what your job's like. And again, for him to be fired for abusing inmates means that he physically went out of his way to go there and abuse inmates, which just goes to show you. That's how deep the cycle of abuse went there. That, that, yep. the, the, uh, that It was so well known that somebody went there just to abuse kids. And that's what I'm saying is like the church, Catholic church, because I imagine the only person that could do that sort of a thing sought it out. Yeah. They didn't just come by it naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you walk, if you got hired there and walked into it, like they probably just had an interview process that was like, you know how now they would drug test you and ask you personality questions. They would probably do the personality questions and shit, but more along the lines of fucking, like, what terrible things are you into? You know what I mean? No, I don't even think they do that. I think it was just basically like, man, how we, you know, are you a man of your word? You know? Yeah. What was that about? You facepalmed it. Well, I noticed something real bad with the recording. Like, it seemed like it was real low the whole time, and it was supposed to be set on auto, but somehow... It was not. That's okay. Well, I can crank it in post-production, I think. <laughs> Just fucking God damn it, dude. This has been a night. And we go off and do it by ourselves and fucking bone it. <laughs> I mean, I should probably turn it way back down then, right? To keep it the same? I don't fucking know, man. I don't expect you to know, bitch, but it's just like it was all the fucking weight. I mean, yeah, it was at point nine. <laughs> it's like how low it was. Well, I don't even know what point nine is on that rector scale. Well, I'm guessing that I can go back in and fucking crank it. I know I can. I know I can for a fact. It's just if I turn it up way loud now, it'll fuck it up. You know what I mean? Gotcha. All righty. So continuing on at a very quiet volume of the EIB radio network. God damn it. I hate, I hate the shit. I mean, I I love to do the podcast. I like to hang out with you. I like to fucking talk to all of our friends. But uh, the technical aspect of it. Yeah. Makes me want to die. Because uh, it's got like an automatic setting that I for sure had it on. (laughs) And then, what the fuck ever. You know. Uh, Yeah, I just can't believe it. Anyway, so after we figured out the superintendent was going in on the kids... <clears throat> the state officially acknowledged that there was crimes committed there and then came the the, uh, the White House boys, which was a growing group of adult survivors who had been held there in the 1950s and 60s. And because of this being in the news, they spoke out to the press. In October 2008, several of them intended attended a ceremony to install the plaque on the newly closed White House. In late 2009, the school had failed its annual inspection, mainly... Because the numerous complaints of abuse, including the continued torture by the guards. State Representative Daryl Rousen said that the system was struggling to move past a culture of violence and abuse. The U.S. Department of Justice conducted a survey of the Dozer School in 2010 where the department learned that 11.3% of the boys interviewed reported that they were sexually assaulted within the last 12 months. 10.3 reported that they had been subject to rape without force, and 2.2% reported sexual victimization by another inmate. And that's just the people that were willing to talk about it, which you got to assume is not the majority. No one's going to feel comfortable going on the record about that shit. 
DOJ said that these percentages meant the home was deemed to have neither high nor low rates of sexual victimization compared to other institutions surveyed. What the fuck? Yep. In July 2011, the state announced its plan to merge Dozer with the JJOC, creating a single new facility, the North Florida Youth Development Center, with an open campus and a closed campus. The merge failed due to budgetary limitations, thank God. So the kids were sent to other justice facilities in the state. Let's go back to the White House, boys, because that's where the worst of everything happened, and that's media-wise what's been the most. There's a book about it. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that the uh, Kevin Bacon movie is about this particular group of boys. The abuse survivors from the 50s and 60s banded together as the White House boys. By the early 2000s, there was, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. 400 members. 400. Again, the average stay there was 6 to 12 months. The men began to speak publicly about their experiences to the media and challenged the state to investigate the school. 2009, the Florida School for Boys was subject of a special report from the St. Petersburg Times show, shedding light on two whipping rooms. Again, one for black students and one for white. The whippings were carried out by guards using a three-foot-long belt made of leather and metal, and they were so severe the victims' underwear became embedded in their skin. Wow. Another group of victims witnessed a child being stuffed into a running dryer by the guards. was presumed to be left to die. So there's the answer to the washing machine question. One former student claimed that he was punished 11 times, receiving a total of more than 250 lashes. Yeah. You say yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Child abuse is, is a weird thing because it's like you, when you first start doing like the job I do, yeah. it, it shocks you for a good bit. But You're tuned out, too. I mean, you have to be. Like, There's yeah. no way that you could be. For, like, if you felt I mean, I hear some crazy shit. I hear everything from, you know, it's like somebody was like, yo, you should check out this Michael Jackson documentary. It's like, oh, those are ri- those are people that like gain something from that, uh, from their kid being fucked. Yeah. I deal with kids who get raped while people are burning cigarette butts out on them, you know? Yeah, you got to just... think if you had a choice between. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I don't want to go here. But there's no way I can stop now. Should I do it as Rush Limbaugh? The EIB Radio <laughs> Network. This is Rush Limbaugh. Now, assuming I have the choice between being raped as a strictly an ashtray or also possibly being raped for a new career in the dancing arts and possibly the chance to have sex with Britney Spears. I'm going Britney Spears all day long. And the only way I'm going to be able to stick it into that bald freak is by screaming the N-word at the top of my lungs. <laughs> Funny enough, dude, I saw... What's wrong with me, also? Is there, <laughs> it's not Funny like enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This Rush Limbaugh thing is ruining my fucking life. Mm. You got to finish what you're going to say. Cause it's funny oh, funny enough, dude. Brit- I just saw something today where Britney Spears is being held in a mental institution against her will currently. Yeah. You said, yeah, like you already knew. Illuminati mind control. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. 
You know, when you I can, see, you and you can go to a CC's right. when you're in the fourth grade and buy a yeah. Britney Spears stickers for your PlayStation. 50 cent? Oh no, 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 Britney Spears! I had a Britney Spears sticker on my PlayStation. Yeah. And uh, did you jerk to it? Oh fuck! Yeah, I <laughs> stood right here. over the. Hey, my my Would PlayStation. Would you do it today? For old times' sake, you just bash one out to a Britney Spears <laughs> sticker. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's like buying a fuck. That's like finding a fucking nice. That's like that last present of the Christmas tree, man. You know, my loneliness <laughs> is killing me, and I must confess, I can't function my ding. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Made, please bring me back Viagra, one more time. My loneliness is killing me because I can't function my peen. When I'm not with you, I go insane because I have to get the N-word out of my brain. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, that's what I Those was Those are doing. official lyrics. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not me. That's Britney it's Spears. Rush, no, yeah. He, but Rush, look, this is what happened is that Rush Limbaugh used Illuminati mind control. Yeah. And Britney Spears was his puppet. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what happens is that there's a symbiotic relationship. There's a master and a slave. And you, you go to the bottom of the puppeteer, and it's always Rush Limbaugh. Christina Aguilera, same thing. Oh, but, you know. If you want to be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. The Excellence in Broadcasting Radio Network confesses that I am gay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which one of them fucking uh, pop hogs did you serve it to? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got your plate, you put your dick on it. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On either side of the table is Britney Spears or fucking uh, Christina Aguilera. Are you asking me or Rush Limbaugh? You. Hmm. Hmm. Then we'll go to the second part of that. What am I, Fred Durst? <laughs> I got to pick. So there's three parts? I would have sex with Fred Durst then if that was part of the equation. You don't fuck Fred Durst? Yeah, I mean, you know. Man, that's how he got his rap skills. Yeah. The head of your dick has more fucking rap flows than fred durst has ever had yeah he really uh you know i just saw a recent limp biscuit performance oh yeah fucking uh somebody sent it over to me he was yeah. wearing like an under armor shirt yeah. underneath an oakland oh this is recent recent oh i mean like okay. a week ago dude okay yeah he was wearing like an oakland raiders jersey with an under armor shirt long sleeve underneath it with, like, the same type of shorts, baggy-ass shorts, baggy yeah, jersey, yeah. but also, like, Under Armour gear underneath. Oh, tuck the fat in? Yeah, it's a weird look, dude. It's a real weird look. I saw the... the but, yeah, they were playing rolling. Okay. You know? Yeah. I saw the Woodstock 99 performance. Dude, what the yeah. fuck? Man, that's wild. Woodstock 99. People had plywood, they're surfing on it, and then they're just straight grabbing throw, throw, tits, throw, man. Throw your hands up. Date rape everybody. Pretty much, man. Pretty <laughs> grab a tit. What's funny is he's like, he's like, yeah. uh, he's like, man, you grabbing a titty, man, that's sick. And then they start going into, he says I that? did it all with the nookie. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What Hell yeah. Fuck? That's kind of a hard riff, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, that's just. Like, you think they like Earth Crisis at all? Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. It, you know, it's just like that one, the fucking dork, uh, uh, hilarious Limp Bizkit factoid that I could definitely, like, uh, they took Madball on tour recently. Yeah? Yeah, like, like to your, it was Corn Limp Bizkit and they took Madball. Whoa. And I, Freddie was like, uh, Makes sense. If, well, Freddie was like, yeah, you know, it's Fred's a big New York hardcore fan. 
just fucking down for forever and he just brought me and a crew along because he just wanted to give back to the influence. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, I'm not hearing it, but okay, you know? No, man, not at all. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Memphis Street wrote, like, one of the hardest Woo! fucking... But just one. Yeah, really you know? one, man. Everything else is just... Reno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, uh, I don't even know. Well, you know, Limp Bizkit's from Florida. Yeah. Limp Bizkit, I assume Fred Durst has raped several people. Here first, the EIB radio network. It was me, Rush Limbaugh, with uh, Frederick Durst at the Playboy Mansion. I saw him raping a young lady in the grotto, and I said, Fred, (laughs) did she consent? And he said, Rush, just... uh, don't worry about it. And I said, listen, Fred's dark secret that I've been carrying for many years here to excellence in broadcasting radio which networks. Is, which just, is pretty much hot dog relish. You just like, I can't. The secret hot dog relish. You fucks hot dog relish into young ladies. You know, Fred, you've just been <laughs> rapping over new metal, and I appreciate that. So you'll understand my struggle that I just, my horn won't honk unless I scream the N-word. Would you allow me... To scream it into the grotto while you're penetrating damn it, man. this lady against her will. Wow. You think you think he's pounding or you think he was just doing some weird soft shit? Like- Durst or Limbaugh? Both. Um, I'm sure Durst was pounding, dude. Man, you just... Limbaugh. He dated Christina Aguilera. That's how he got here in the first place. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I saw I saw him biscuit live one time. Yeah? Yeah, man. I didn't Did want it to. rock? <laughs> Man, no, nah, I went to the uh, the. Thanks uh, for tuning in to ninety eight point nine Rock Radio. Listen to this. I hope you've got your dick out because we're about to play Lip Biscuit, and you better believe that it comes so close to saying the N word that you're gonna be rock hard on Hard Rock Radio. No, 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 man. This it gets worse than that. So I got my ear pierced so that my grandparents consent. And, uh, so you raped your grandparents with your ear piercing? <laughs> yeah, my grandma goes. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. I mean, that's how they felt. Yeah. No, no, no. They go, uh, Will. <laughs> Will. They go, hey, I know that we're here in Mountain Home, Arkansas, but two two hours away from here is uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Metallica's playing. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they go, if you pull that ear piercing out, we got two tickets for you and your friend Jeremiah, who's like a. Uh, That'd be so funny if it was Jerry. No, it's not, man. But that would be hilarious. Jeremiah too. is my grandma's best friend's fucking autistic gay kid. Um, isn't that all gay kids? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "Yeah, man, Jeremiah is cool now, and he is cool as fuck." But he goes, yeah. "He." It, so we had to ride a train from St. Louis or from wherever they were at in Missouri I'm on to St. Louis. It was fucking Metallica, Limp Bizkit, Deftones, and Mudvayne. That rocks, dude. Did they play a preview for that Metallica video game rocks. that was rocks? Eighteen wheelers. Rock radio. What? You just supposed to say the same thing, and I'm saying something different. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. Fuck you. These people are here for my radio voices. That's uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, they played like this fucking video game for Nintendo sixty four. It was like Metallica eighteen wheelers fucking blowing up each other and shit. And I was like, Damn. oh shit, man. And then I started questioning, like at that point, like 
the Metallica legacy. Yeah, dude, it was bad, man. But uh, Mudvayne, bad. Deftones was rock. terrible live. They really? fucking they got the he fucking laid down on the ground. We saw him like two years ago. It was pretty good. Well, he was all fucked up on whatever. My wife likes him a whole lot. Yeah, no, this Deftones is good, man. I like that shit. It's all right. That's some bone tunes, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Limp Biscuit. He fucking. Straight up gave a shout out to Christina Aguilera and got up in the fucking audience and was like rapping. Yeah, break stuff. let me touch your tits. It doesn't matter if you say no. <laughs> you gotta sign a contract for everything now. Fred, there's no oh, I mean, dude, he's just grabbing tits, dude. He grabbed. Up. He doesn't care about anything, bro. He's living. He's he cut his own path. He's ag- he's against the fucking. He broke all the law. You know what I mean? You think he's ever done jail time? He's a rebel, dude. No, he's too hard for jail, bro. There's yeah. no way. It's just fucking... They, the cops came when they called the c- police on Fred Durst for rape, and they were like, yo, looking at the flame tattoos on this guy's arm, backwards hat, football jersey, it's not worth the risk. He's undercover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just an undercover cop the whole time. Like, yeah. yeah, you thought I was cool, but I'm part of the law. Busted all you rock stars on Ozfest. Ozfest. Yeah, that shit's tight, dude. <laughs> Il yeah. Nino. Go ahead. Let's Il Nino. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Fuck me. I had to see Il Nino one time. Did you know that all the times <laughs> I've seen the worst bands is because of Haybreed? Like directly. Oh, for sure. There's just they, uh, somehow they're always involved in the worst thing possible. It's I mean because they're terrible. It's just something you have to come to terms with as an adult that you never wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the tooth fairy's not real. Hate breeds bad. These are things you don't want to <laughs> fucking <laughs> accept in your life. But you just at some point at the fucking <laughs> taste of coffee, dude. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I saw Il Nino. They had, there was this tour when I first moved to Colorado called Tattoo of the Earth. Yeah, and it was like Slipknot, Hatebreed, Slayer, Slayer, Soulfly. Um, had to be Corn, Il Nino. No, no Corn. I don't think. Anyway, so I got a job, dude, to fucking uh, you got your job because you know, I was like, man, I'm like my like forced me to live with my mom who was poor as fuck. Yeah. I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Tattoo the earth tours like when you're like, man, fuck it, I'm getting a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I worked at this shit place. Uh, it was actually my fucking, uh, yeah, I thought my first job was at this place called Conway's Red Top. But now that I go back in time and think about it, it was this place called Marigold's. But it was so, sh- like, I only got enough money to get the tickets and then just ditched. Washing dishes? No, I was a busboy. But, yo, it was like a upscale restaurant, like the type that brought bread to the table. Yeah. Like when you first sit down with, like, oil and butter. Yeah. And let me tell you something, brother. You fucking stacked it in, didn't you, man? <laughs> All I did, like, it, is just sit back in the fucking bus station <laughs> and eat fucking bread, bro. <laughs> like, dude, like, so they got mad at me because it would take me, like, I was terrible at it. I didn't bust shit. And they would, like, complain at me, and I wouldn't even listen to him because all I needed was, like, 70 bucks. You know what I mean, dude? It's like, yeah. He's breathing heavy and he's like, bread, like, yo, I can earn stupid. 70 bucks in a week for sure. And so, like, he, by the time that they ended up, like, like they just got on to me so much, and I knew I wasn't going back after Tattoo the Earth. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they had, like, and the bread was, like, pre-sliced, and so, like, the, like, the job that they stuck me on to keep me out of the way was to run the bread through the bread slicer. <laughs> So I just had to, like, set the bread down. It didn't keep me out of the way or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, like, the first thing that happened is they got on to me. 
because I was like unwrapping butter and putting like one pat of butter on one slice of bread and eating it. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> they were like, you can't do that to like every because it was like every loaf that came out. Did you do the like, middle? So did it oh look yeah, at, dude. Of course. The, the two ends, of man. course, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the biggest piece out of the motherfucker, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yes, they got mad at me. They got mad at me because of, like all the butter. <laughs> they got mad at me because of all the. <laughs> yeah, you fucking get there, dude. This rocks. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even gonna collect. It's been like a minute now, dude. Come on. You say like two loaves in the middle yeah, and left yeah, the ends on yeah, the yeah, yeah. Nobody will notice. <laughs> yeah, it's true, dude. But yeah, well, what they got, what they got on to me for is because I was like unwrapping the butter and there was no place to throw it away. So they after the end of my shift. <laughs> They found all the butter wrappers, and they were like, have you been over here eating bread? And I was like, no. <laughs> but they were like, well, what, why are these butters open? And I was like, uh, they were all melted. <laughs> they were just like, all this butter melted, and he just, like, dumped it out of the wrapper. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't have, like, melted butter over here. <laughs> they were like, you know, they didn't believe me at all. So the next time I worked, oh, yeah, it was a good line, the man. next time I worked. I unwrapped all the butters before my shift <laughs> oh. and then just went in. And so, like, stuck them in the fridge. <laughs> no, I kept them right there. I just put them all in a bowl. And so then I, like, they were all melted together. So I just went and took a butter knife. And then every time the fucking bread would come out the slicer, bro, I would just take the fucking two middle pieces and make a butter sandwich and fucking send that shit out. Tight, man. Yeah. Man, I mean, well, it would be a basket of, like, all ins, you know? It'd be yeah. like four loaves that had gone through. I mean, like, as soon as you just get fired from that judge. job, you're just like, man, you know what, man? I'm going to work at fucking Outback. Cause yeah, I, went to with sure. I didn't even get fucking fired, dude. I just um, didn't go back after I got the money for the tickets. Yeah. That's all I wanted, dude. Yeah. Hard to mosh with a lot of butter pumping through. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, yeah, so we got the 400, which is, like, just an overwhelming fucking number of of kids that were able to like think back i mean you know i hate to make it hit home and be the terrible situation that it is but um you know it's just these 400 different experiences of being fucking tortured as a child that's 400 ruined fucking lives you know what i mean yeah so the men begin to speak publicly about their experiences to the media, and they challenged the state to investigate the school. And again, this is the early 2000s. So finally, in 2009, the Florida School for Boys was the subject of a special report from the St. Petersburg Times showing light on two whipping rooms, one for black, one for white students. The whippings were carried out by guards. Well, I already did this, I'm sorry. But they did, it's just an incredible. The underwear got embedded in their skin. Just imagine being whipped so hard that it drove fabric into your skin another group of victims witnessed a child being stuffed into the dryer like we said there was a kid that had his arm come off in the washing machine Uh, other students claimed that they were whipped until loss of consciousness especially if they cried so the idea is if you make extra noise you get punished more a large group of the boys recalled 
<coughs> a rape room at the school. Here's where it gets extra rough, so cover your ears if this was going to ruin you. They were raped by guards as early as the age of nine. February 2, which, you know, it's like, <coughs> it sucks to say you expect it from other older inmates, right? But yeah. that seems like the reality of what it would be. Yeah. But guards, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, the, the, and just like priests intentionally pedophiles had to saw the shit out. Yep. Because that's what, I mean, no one else wants to work this job. Like, no one wants to work at a fucking juvenile prison. You know what I mean? Unless you get paid to fuck kids. That's, I mean, that's really what it breaks down to. Yeah, it sounds like you're making a joke, but again, I'm, that's I'm really the fucking not. reality yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, <clears throat> and you And you think, like, no, you can't get away with that today. I, dude, I would guarantee it, man. I promise it does happen. That does happen. February 2010, the boys filed the class action suit for damages against the state government. Of course, that was dismissed by a judge in Leon County, Florida, because the statute of limitations had run out for a suit. A fucking lawsuit, not criminal charges. I hate that I said that and you had a smile on your face. I, don't know, I, have, a sm- <laughs> I have a smirk. I mean, yeah. I, nothing surprises me. A man. bill introduced in 2012 at the 2012 session of the Florida legislature was put out there to provide compensation for the boys. It did not pass. 2017, the state officially apologized to about two dozen survivors and families. In 2018, the legislator was considering bills to provide compensation, funds for a memorial, which who gives a shit? Let him have the money instead of putting it to a fucking memorial, and to create a task force to determine where to bury unclaimed remains found during the three-year investigation. Robert Straley, a spokesman for the White House Boys, said the school segregated white and black inmates and that the remains are located where black inmates were held. He suspects there's another white cemetery that they haven't discovered yet, and this was just as early as last week. So I think that there are at least 100 more bodies up there. At some point, they're going to find more bodies. I'm dead certain of that, and there has to be a white graveyard on the white side. God damn it, man. Yeah. The fucking nightmare, dude. It's just... Everywhere you give humanity a chance to do the wrong thing, they're going to do so much more than you expect. I mean, there's just, uh, I mean, people, humans are, are, humans are a weird breed of life. I mean, we just don't fucking, like, there's a certain sect of people that want to do good, and then there's a certain sect that use uh, good to do bad, and they're good at lying about it and getting away with it for so long. Um it's just fucked up, dude. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, this is something I deal with daily. You know, even th- this is my day off. I'm dealing with something right now that involves kids getting fucked. I mean, that's just that God sucks, damn, man. man. It just sucks because it, it's a fucking reality. There's yeah, no fuck the world. Just uh, burn it down. You know what I mean? We got no hope of ever getting any better. When there's men that are willing to fucking molest children, let's just uh, blow everybody up. You know what I mean? No, I mean, we just need stricter punishment. <laughs> yeah. We need stricter punishment for people that abuse kids. No, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And then we need we need better recovery for the I mean, the, we, we've the gone through our fucking yeah. credo many times that, you know, you, either, you should either castrate, kill, or segregate child molesters. Yeah. I mean, they are in the 90s. For percentage of reoffending, yeah, there's no hope. They don't ever get better. So, 
I chose uh, death. Okay. Uh, low life. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, it, it talks about religion and all kinds of shit, but it just talks about people abusing their power. And yeah. This is what this is, man. It's abuse of power. You're supposed to be rehabilitating people. Right. And uh, the system is broken. I mean, like I, I, like, I work at an emergency shelter. The longest you can stay is, is 90 days God. with an extension, you know? So, yeah. the, like, any type of change that's going to happen doesn't take three months. Right. And so uh, the kids I really connect with have such a hard time because they know it, within the 90 days they're going to have to go to another placement and they're going to rever- they have to go back to the way that they know how to do things and survive and so it's fucked up because um there's no changes that happen the the change doesn't happen it only happens within a short amount of time they they just abide by the rules or they don't but they just play they just play the game and then they gotta go to the next place and then do the same thing until somebody catches them yeah i mean this is a good thing to listen to and just think that we have to eliminate bureaucracy yeah all the complications of government like all this shit was compounded upon and compounded upon to make things difficult for the average person. But all of the laws that we have now, all the voting for shit, all the legislation, all the people that stand in between you and direct action are all so far before the fucking internet. I mean, people can easily get online and vote for what they want and have their voice be heard. We don't need middlemen anymore. No. That should all be cut out. Everything top to bottom in this fucking country that has to do with any branch of the government... It should just be fucking reformed. Well, most of it has to do with poverty. Sure. Every kid I deal with comes from a poverty situation. Right. And then, But they're throwaway kids. And, and you know they're going to go to prison, and you try to change the behavior, but you don't have enough time to. And the people that write the rules for you to do your job, they have no clue what you do. And they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck because they're going to make their money either way. Because their parents fucked up, because their parents came from the same situation they're creating for their kids, yep. and so on and so forth. And that's what's a, that's that's the fucking problem we have. It's about money, and it's fucked up. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, Death Metal Digs podcast for this week, going out on the note of uh, economic reform. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pull us out of poverty. Patreon.com backslash Death Metal Digs. We'll see you next fucking week. <laughs> see you next fucking